So as a closing meditation, I'd like to give a guided meditation on the elements. You know, this particular kind of meditation brings home the uh, insight into emptiness, into not-self, anatta. And it doesn't, you know, mean nothingness, but it's, it's just the denial of a permanent, unchanging self. So, you know, we do, if we do experience ourselves as somebody with a name and a birth date and a passport and all of that. But we are not a, like an unchanging entity. So it's a, it's a process. And that's what the word anatta or not-self or in the Mahayana it's called emptiness expresses. Empty of a self or also, you know, saying not existing from its own side, but it's a coming together of causes and conditions. And through this meditation, we can have an insight into that. So starting with uh, finding a posture you can sustain for about um, 45 minutes or so. So that meditation, you know, is supposed to alter the sense of who we are by letting go of extra luggage, of extra assumptions through this reality check, as Venom was saying about, you know, touching reality with the body, having like a personal experience of that truth, and then if we are really available for that experience, fully available, it will change us. So, you know, it's a, first we get information, you listen, you know, what I'm saying, and then, you know, you start to meditate in that way, so you, you know, gain some knowledge, some experience, and then through repetition, familiarization, you make that really your own knowledge and it becomes part of your being. It becomes an intuitive knowing, which is another word for wisdom, you know, that's something then you carry into any other experience in your life. And that's why we are doing this. So it's a, a process which helps us to disidentify, to deconstruct habitual ways of thinking about experience by <coughs> directly being in connection with the way things are, to really have this relationship. So and then, you know, through that direct connection, that direct relationship, we feel enriched, you know, by being really fully in the present moment and then the mind from that stance of feeling enriched and feeling full and feeling really connected. It's much easier to let go. <coughs> so find a posture. And then you're becoming aware of 
the body sitting and breathing in and breathing out and we start with earth element and again you know we can tap our teeth together to have just like a visceral direct experience of hardness solidity structure that's what the earth, earth element is all about and we can connect with it in particular in our bones teeth and nails so we start on the top of the head by just noticing hardness in the sky bones, in the jaw, then coming down to the neck, the shoulder bones, upper arms, lower arms, and the hands. You know, feeling the hardness. And then the torso with the spine and the ribcage. The hip bones, pelvis. The thigh bones. Lower legs. And the feet. Hardness earth element and then we can also feel another sense of gravity which keeps us connected with the planet feeling the weight of our body on the cushion or on the chair so this internal earth element and external earth element are exactly the same There's a constant interchange happening. And if we don't eat for one or two months, the body will not be able to sustain itself. There's no input, no output. The body will die. And I think it said within seven years, you know, all of the building blocks of the body are completely exchanged. So all seven years we have a new, completely new body. <coughs> and then we come to the next element, which is water element. which the function of water element is cohesion and uh, liquidity, fluidity. And we can, you know, connect with it in particular in the mouth, in the eyes, maybe on the palms of our hands. And we do another scan and connecting, you know, with the water element in the flesh 
the, in form of the blood. And just, you know, while I do the guidance of the scanning, no need, you know, to do anything in particular, just being aware of there is water element. Starting with the feet. If there wouldn't be water element, the earth element would just be powdery and just not take any shape, any form, because water element is the cohesion. The binding. So from the feet we scan up to the lower legs, the flesh in the lower legs, upper legs, pelvis area, the torso, there's lots of organs in there. the hands, the lower arms, upper arms, and the shoulders, neck, the head, water element, and water element internally and water element externally as lakes and rain and oceans and rivers it's exactly the same it's a constant exchange happening and if we don't drink for a few days the body will die and this body exists you know from, it's about over 70% water. So it's the element which is the most represented in the body of a creature like us. And then as we age, you know, if we dry up, we get wrinkles, the lips get dry. Then we come to the next element, which is fire element, which we meet as heat or temperature. Energy. And the function of it is to mature. So the warmth comes, you know, from our star, the sun. And then we kind of take in the warmth through either, you know, by being in the sun out there or we eat something which grows, you know, in sunlight and or we use fossil fuels or solar energy or all different kinds of uh, energy, but it all links back to the sun. That's where the heat comes from in this part of the cosmos. And we can feel the heat on our on the surface of our skin, for example, uh, you know, under our arms, the armpits, and in the, on the palms of the hand, I suppose, and also in the mouth. So now we're scanning down from the top of the head 
just seeing you know is there some heat element to be discerned the head the mouth neck shoulders and the heat in the armpits upper arms lower arms and the palms of the hand the torso the chest is going on in there which also produces heat element pelvis, upper legs, lower legs and feet, the heat element. So also in constant exchange with the environment and if we you know do not have enough heat for a certain amount of time the body will die. So, you know, we have invented a lot of good stuff in terms of clothing and heating and so on, or air conditioning to deal with that sensitivity of our bodies. And we indeed, you know, we can go to many, many places with a huge range of temperature. So the heat element externally and internally is exactly the same, constant interchange happening there too. <coughs> Next element is wind element which we can connect with through the breathing process. And if the mind is really sensitive we can you know, when we are breathing in, we can feel that all the way down to the t tips of the toes and the tips of the fingers. And, you know, the air element, wind element, represents movement and mobility and vibration as well. They are the life force which you know makes the whole all of the elements they are in they have a certain vibration oscillation that's the wind element and we can feel it you know when we are breathing in and breathing out but we can also feel it around us you know where it touches the the body maybe if you have a fan on you can feel it So just becoming aware of the breathing. Yeah, an air element internally and air element externally is exactly the same. If we don't breathe, you know, for a few minutes, two minutes or so, we will die.
You know, and the air which we are breathing in has been breathed out by someone else. And, you know, the trees are in particular very much involved in producing the oxygen for us. You know, this planet millions of years ago wouldn't have been possible for us to live here. But once the plants came, they transformed a lot of what was possible here by producing oxygen. So we are in this total interchange with the trees. So breathing in being aware of earth element and then relaxing and letting go out into space. And maybe also you know, remembering George Floyd who whose last word were I can't breathe. He was saying, I can't breathe, and he was calling out for his mother. And then the next element is the space element. You know, just becoming aware of space as we are breathing out. Space which doesn't end at the walls of this room, but it's just expanding. This cosmos, this universe is in a phase of expansion right now. And space element internally in terms of you know the cavities of the body like the ears, the mouth, the stomach, <coughs> the womb, the nose. Space element internally and externally is the same. just becoming you know, aware of boundless space. And if that's kind of difficult, you could just imagine you're listening to the boundless space, the silence. Allowing the mind to expand.
and maybe you know you hear a certain uh, sound sound of silence or oscillation of matter if you hear don't don't hear it it's both is fine but just staying with the listening and uh, you know if the mind contracts again around the thought or some story as soon as you notice it just drop the story drop the thought with a smile and come back to listening to the silence And then, uh, you know, dropping the silence, dropping the space and just being aware of that which knows the space, that which knows the silence, which is also boundless, the knowing, awareness, being aware of awareness. You know, like a cloudless sky. And if a little cloud is coming through, just let it do its thing. No need to get involved with it. But if, you know, you get dragged into a story, then as soon as you notice it, just come back to the body breathing. And then again, you know, relaxing into space. Coming aware of the boundlessness of it. And then dropping the space, dropping the silence and just being aware of that which knows. The cloudless sky, so to say. So that's, you know, we don't no longer have an object, just subject being aware of itself. Awareness being aware of itself. And then we drop the ego behind that. Just resting as awareness. No subject, no object. empty of a self, dropping the burden of the ego. So the only what's left is the concept of empty. Like a temporary liberation of the mind. And if a f you know, a few little clouds move through the sky, just let them go on. No need to get involved. 
And in case you know you get hijacked into a story or into a strong emotion, just you know come and investigate the Vedana, the feeling tone, the state of mind, the mood of the mind, and then just slowly coming back to the body breathing, and just you know this whole. Uh, um, instructions to just follow them step by step and then end again with being aware of awareness itself and resting there and you know familiarizing ourselves with that uh, clarity and ease of mind, joy, the contentment of just being in the present moment, sense of relief, you know, not wanting anything, not not wanting anything, just being. Just being the knowing, effortless. You know, we still are aware, you know, I'm aware of the sound of the fan in the computer, the birds outside, the gravity which keeps me from floating away into space. I can feel you know, my belt around my waist. All of those things is effortless. I don't have to do anything for it to be known. It's nothing to do with me. And that's, you know, touching the experience of temporary revelation of the mind by direct experience rather than reading about it or hearing about it, having that direct experience <coughs> and building that uh, confidence And then you, know, you stay like that for as long as you can or as long as you wish. And then for the last few minutes of the meditation, coming back to noticing impermanence through being aware of the breathing again. And if there's a sense of loss, you know, because it was a very beautiful, spacious meditation, then just noticing the slight grasping for that, clinging, and 
This is also impermanent. It's temporary liberation of the mind. We can come back to it. And this, you know, this insight into awareness, which knows phenomena, it's very pivotal for the practice. There's the knowing and that which is known. There is that which knows and the objects which are known. And the objects are unsatisfactory, impermanent, and they lack a self. And that which knows, we can, anytime we remember, we can come back to that and rest in the knowing. The refuge of Buddha. The capacity, you know, we all have the same capacity as Gautama Buddha, who so well formulated this teaching, but we all have the same capacity. And through this training, we are, you know, step by step shifting the identification from those ever-changing phenomena, which can be known, to the knowing. So a good example for that would be, you know, somebody steps on your toe and you feel anger arising. And instead of becoming the angry one who is like saying something nasty, we just know there is anger. And then we choose to say something or not. It's like a hairbreadth of a difference, but it makes a huge difference in our lives. Because, you know, things, problems will still arise, but we'll meet them with awareness rather than becoming completely swallowed up in them. And, and this capacity for awareness This is, you know, what this whole training is about. And, you know, we hope that you have benefited from these two days with us. And uh, we'd like to end with a blessing chant.
May you have every good blessing. May all the devas protect you. By the power of all the Buddhas, may you ever be well. May you have every good blessing. May all the devas protect you. By the power of all the Dhamma, may you ever be well. May you have every good blessing. May all the devas protect you. By the power of all the Sangha, may you ever be well. Thank you for listening. To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit dharmaseed.org slash donate.